Apple never decides to make clothes because they'll probably make blue jeans with belt loops that are all different sizes so that they can make the the belts so that you can't get a belt from anybody else to keep your fucking pants up. <laughs> Fuck. It's a little nightmare, these guys. Everything's not all these stupid adapters for everything. It's such a pain in the butt. So how's Vegas? Uh, I was talking to someone and they said they were... Uh, out that way they're a comedian they're going to be doing some shows maybe and they're like there's nothing happening out here there's no one walking around it's wild who are you talking to they're 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 doing shows out here or they want to do shows they're they're gonna be looking at doing shows again he said probably in july so he was just out there just because they're in la they have nothing to do so they just drove out there (laughs) there's nothing going on out here i know exactly Get her some coffee next to you, the girl on your left, the one yawning. <laughs> it's not even, it's like 1230. I'll totally behave, my bad. Sorry, I'm camera ready. What is, what is, what, ready, what, what is going on? Get her a line of coke or something. Snap out of it, darling. Your day hasn't even begun yet. I'm ready. <laughs> I, I was just baffled that some guy is going to come out here to do stand-up when, first of all, all the comedy and stand-up is going to be hogged by the people who are very established. He's pretty established. He's definitely a a big big comic, for sure. That was something I didn't ask. I was thinking of it. No, I mean, comedy clubs are going to be closing. They barely survive here anyway. And to have a comedy club, you have to have your audience packed shoulder-to-shoulder. And oh, yeah. it's, you know, I, I don't know. That's what he's hoping for. So I don't know. I, I'm not rooting against him. It's, I mean, I hope it is, but. It's know. highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. July, July, I think, is a little ambitious. Yeah. Maybe November. You know, like uh, one of my good friends, Rudy Sarzo, you know, Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt White Snake. He's. I think his first show is in November. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that's when we'll start seeing the, you know, our governor has the first, he's moving into phase two of reopening, which is like restaurants, you know, casinos and clubs. I don't think they're going to open for quite some time. Not June. Yeah. You say they're going to try. Well, this is like we're a couple weeks away from June. Yeah. I think it's more July. We'll see. We'll see. So is is any because we've started to ease restrictions here. They've started opening. um, I don't know exactly what because I really don't care. I'm paying attention to any of it. I'm not leaving the house for that stuff anyway. But like, um, I think they've eased restrictions on some restaurants. I don't remember, but I know they're like starting to open McDonald's, which you can only get like delivery or something like that. Which again don't care but um i think you guys still have a ways to go there you still haven't really gotten slammed yet i think you guys are actually probably going to get off from what i understand not going to get it hit as hard as they predicted i the tvs we have a tv on and i just saw like the color coding of the states yeah. and a lot of the states are yellow we're orange that means we're kind of opening you know we're one of maybe like ten states that are like kind of opening. You know, I don't, I don't know. It, 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 
It could be the testing that went up. I don't know. But forget what I just said. <laughs> I'm not going to be No way. I don't want them to have my information. Well, you know, Microsoft a couple of years ago came out with a, a computer. It was around Christmas time that had these molecules coming out from the computer. And the idea was that you could smell what China smelled like. What? Yeah, it was insane. I'm like, no, I, I saw it on the TV. I'm like, why does Microsoft want up, want up our noses so badly? I And it was a couple of years ago, Christmas time. They were trying to make it like the new Christmas gift. Like again, like I don't want to smell a stinky China city, but the, not, and now the, the, the now the test is like going up your nose again. Once again, why do they want up our noses so bad, dude? Our privacy's over. It's done. <laughs> I think I think um, privacy ended there back when we got attacked on nine eleven, and they but introduced the Patriot Act. I do think if Microsoft wanted up our noses, what they should have done is just given everybody a bunch of cocaine. That would have been way better. That would have been way better delivery system. I would have done that. To be honest. More effective. Especially around Christmas time, that would have been the biggest, like, oh my God. Yeah, when I'm alone, feeling bad, just smell the line of coke. Feel better. My favorite time thing to do around Christmas was like, going to Beverly Hills at department stores and see like how many people were doing blow in the bathrooms. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? That's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. And, like you were driving down Wilshire. I see so many people just, you know, in their car. Really? Oh yeah. They're like being all healthy. They're like, I'm gluten free, a vegan, but I will do some cooking. <laughs> <laughs> These nails are not long for nothing. <laughs> That is pretty normal there, isn't it? I used to work at a hotel in Beverly Hills, and um, you'd quite often see people going to the, to the bathroom like five and six times throughout the evening and only having had one or two cocktails. So yeah, it's yeah. definitely... It's I, def had a, I had a friend who used to put it in her nasal spray. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's serious. Yeah, she thought she was so sly about it. I'm like, dude, you were... Everybody knows you're not yeah. being <laughs> yeah, like I got hay fever in the middle of December. <laughs> okay, so you guys can get all snuggle bunny, and Sabrina's just gonna end up with your corona, and it's just it's gonna be what it is. So, um, yeah, so I don't I don't know what's going on back there because I really don't follow the news that much. Last I saw, the people in Michigan were going to the governor's uh, governor's office or whatever with their rifles and protesting being locked down and wanting to be let out of the house. So I don't understand what the rifles were needed for, but maybe you can shed some light on that because I know you're there. You guys are in the mix a bit more than me. I think first, you know, these people are, these guys are, dudes couldn't get on the police department and were too chicken to join the military. So I have, this, these are just, you know, crazy guys who like to gun tell. It, it's like these peaceful protests aren't peaceful. I mean, it's, it's intimidation with their rifles. Um, I don't, I, I think this is becoming a free-for-all, like people with like the conspiracy theorists and like, oh, the government's going to do this. They're taking this opportunity to unleash their inner douchebag 
I mean, what again? I don't understand either. Like, why, why the rifles? I, I don't know. I don't know. Because you always gotta have somebody that takes it too far. There's always that person that's like, yeah. just takes shit too far. Like, that's America. The world wouldn't be the way it is if we didn't have people that, you know, take it too far and like act like idiots. That's part of. Yeah, that's part of. I mean, it's you hard. would not have a career in comedy if there were not people like that in the world, right? You couldn't make yeah, fun of people if they weren't there to do that part. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, it's it's all these like Midwest, just from Iowa corn fed, like. I mean, there's a rifle. Oh yeah, it, it's they're. Sometimes I say they're very racist people, and if you talk, you say that to somebody in Las Vegas, California, like, oh no, people aren't racist. I'm like, dude, you haven't been in the Midwest or the South. Like, I don't understand. I think a lot of people just don't understand the. the, the Is it that bad? I actually don't travel those parts myself, so I wouldn't know. She's she's too good for that. Oh, Let me yeah. hang out on the west coast, please, coast. I don't do the middle. <laughs> Well, speaking as someone that was from or is from the Midwest, yeah, they're very racist there. They're racist. There's racism all over the place. I, I mean, it's it's probably worse in certain areas, obviously, uh, especially the South. But, God, there was a guy in San Diego that was at the Vaughn supermarket with a KKK hood on going grocery shopping. So, how you guys got your mouths dropped? You haven't seen that shit? <laughs> Yes, that was his mask. He put on a hood and went to the fucking market. So. He was just mentally unstable. Like, he didn't get his ass beat for doing that. Like, nobody slashed his tires or. His culture. And he's from this place called Santee. It's a San Diego. It's in San Diego. It's called Santee, California. There's so much clan activity that they call it Clantee, California. Wow, really? I thought Idaho was where, like, the KKK and like the militia. They, yeah, like uh, some culture in Idaho. Like if you go there, like there's a good chance that like you won't see anybody that's not white. You know what I mean? So Idaho's Idaho's a dangerous place. Well, I considered going up there to be honest with you a few years ago. I, this was before. It's she not, was, she's trying to get away from all the brown people. She's like, yeah. I got to go to Idaho. The opposite. When I found out about it, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to go up there. That's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. want to be stuck with some dude that has one of those, like, Confederate flag hats <laughs> with his gun. Or freaking out. Or the Trump flags on the back of his truck. Oh, that would... I'd be so embarrassed. I'm <laughs> undercover brown, and I become really brown in the summertime, and I'm trying to stay out of sun, but... Yeah, they're not too cool on like Arabs either. Yeah, you could you could probably pull that look. Actually, you're you yeah. look like you could get away with being saying that you're from the Middle East somewhere. I could. Uh, I get pretty sandy looking if I stay in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a pasty white little Jewish girl. <laughs> <laughs> own it. Own it. I own that 110. percent I'm okay with that. That's so, hilarious. People in Las Vegas, um, you know, they were furloughed. A lot of people were furloughed here. But last week, a, a lot of people got fired. Mm. Uh, I think casinos and some businesses are taking this as an opportunity to 
clean house and start over and start fresh. Yeah, and this way the overhead is lower. Like people who've been in position for 20 years um, who might be making like 20 something dollars an hour are being fired. And then so they can rehire staff and make that hourly wage more like 13. It's, I mean, this again, a city that's built on tourism. We're going to be hit so hard. We're Maybe you'll get hard. rid of the paid parking now. However, bizarrely enough, I got a new job and I just got called in for another job. So, like, normally I don't get any action, but during the pandemic, I'm getting tons of action. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but I'll take it. I did take it. The, the action that you're getting, is it um, because? You think it's because you're new blood? You're one of those people that are in the market now that aren't going to be getting the 27, but are going to be getting the the lesser money for the higher position? So they're already exercising that? What I think I did is I was proactive instead of staying on unemployment because there's a big issue here. Like a lot of people want to stay on unemployment because they're making more than, you know, than their regular pay. I'm taking it as an opportunity to get uh, a head start. So I started applying for some positions and when nobody else is really applying. Mm. So uh, maybe that's what happened. A lot of people just kind of just being lazy. I talked to someone in Michigan and he was telling me they pay him some almost like a thousand dollars a week he gets for his unemployment or whatever it is he's getting. Okay. So. Sorry, I have to have a few minutes break. Um, no, the reason I'm not, I didn't uh, apply at any casinos, you know, mm. things like that. Um, this is a private, you know, entity. Excuse me, I have sniffles, so I shouldn't do this. Um, I mean, maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just, I don't know. I'm just uh, unfortunate. I feel like the elite have a job. Mm. Yeah, that, that. Runny nose is like the first sign of Corona, so just so you're <laughs> Sorry, I cough on you. Like, that's how fast it travels. Now Shit just... moves quick, man. It's efficient. You're fucked. <laughs> um, what was I wanting to talk to you guys about? I forgot. So the housing market, I'm sure, is doing well. I was actually looking at a place, and then the people that I was going to rent it from decided that they wanted to pull it from the market because they were going to sell. So I find that this wouldn't be the the ideal time to sell. Maybe things are a little different there than they are here, but I feel like um, I'd want to sit on my house right now. We just lost out on a house. Like we found a beautiful house in a 55 over community that has that 180 view of the strip, which is the equivalent to like a water view in California. You know, like if you have that view, it's a money view. And we, my clients offered like, $45,000 less, and it almost full price offer came in. We lost out on it. So, mm. uh, the housing market is actually still really strong. I actually got busier during this virus than before. I'm busier and doing more than I was doing before. And I have buyers, people that want to buy. Like, Why do you it, think that is, though? Why do you think? Because there's this weird mix, right? There's buyers are found, interest rates are still extremely low, like 2.75, 2.65. So, I mean, it's almost like getting free money. Then you've got people 
our market, we still only have like 6,000 homes on the market. That's about two and a half months worth of inventory, right? And I think there's just a good mix of people that are like too scared to sell. But then there's the people that like most of my sellers that have to sell are moving out of the state. So you've got buyers that think they could get a good deal. So it's more of a buyer's market right now than a seller's market. But for those houses that are priced well, that smell good, good location, all those, you know, things, they're selling really fast. Like, I don't know. I'm actually shocked myself. We thought we could kind of sneak in there and get a good deal. And we so. those, those deals will come. I think you're just going to have to wait a while because people haven't really – felt the full brunt of this impending uh, recession that is my personal this is what I've been saying and this is how I feel I feel people are going to start feeling it in the fall and in the winter and we are going to have a small downturn but there's still huge companies buying investment properties because what they realize is like look at look how everybody got everybody's on top of one another right so these investment companies like um, Homes for Rent, America Homes for Rent, there's all these companies buying houses because the you know if you're spaced out, mm-hmm. you know you get you, it's less uh, contact, less contact. So yeah. the housing market it's weird right now. It's not so like like there's no like. I don't know. It's very hard to explain. Well, I think that again, the people right, they feel like the market would have taken a is going to take a downturn. It's just too early. It's not linear. That's for sure. There's no hey, this is exactly what's happening. Every market's just so different. And on the and on the another, like I was on some higher end like art uh, sale sites. People are still buying a ton of jewelry, really expensive jewelry, uh, art. Which you think like, why would people do it now? But they're they're doing it. it it's just I don't think it's hit. Um, you know, people are still getting renovations on their house. I know yeah. several like all my vendors are super busy right now. Well, like when I was talking about the firing of the hotels, like one hotel fired like just fired uh, almost a thousand people. So those thousand people come in winter time when the unemployment benefits are done. You know, what are they going to do? Um, and we kind of live in an area where we don't, we're not as affected. You don't see, you don't have a lot of crime here yet, but then you hear like, you know, stories that people are getting robbed on the street. Uh, crime is starting, uh, it's, there's an uptake in crime again. It's, we're living day by day and hour by hour, but there's no playbook here. And it's, it's, it's frightening. It's a little stressful and you just try to keep happy. I'm in my own little bubble. See, I choose not to live in the fear. There's a lot of people, listen, there's moments where I feel it, but honestly, if I live in my own little bubble and I do not let it affect me and I just play it safe, like if I go out in public, you know, I'm not a fanatic, but you know, I'm just not letting the fear get to me. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's what saved my ass majorly. Like, but it's just not letting it get to me. When you mean like fear, like like going out and socializing, or just thinking too much into it. Like honestly, I just feel it's more of a hindrance than anything. It's like when is this bullshit going to end? Like when is this going to just fucking go away? Like I feel like it's just bullshit. 
I'm taking it seriously to a degree, right? Like I'm being safe. I have my mask. I just bought 1,400 masks. You did? Yeah. You just, you should have broke out with this stuff. Why did you do that? Over at my buddy's house, dude, they just ordered a wholesale. And I said, okay, I'll order I'm a bunch of them. I'm so because, glad she's my friend. So now, um, <laughs> now I feel well, better. Because I don't like those ones that you have to wear over and over again. Yeah, These are yeah. disposable masks. So I can, like, slip one on if I need to. But, like, what's, so there's this joke about, like, the masks. It's, like, when you see people, like, wearing their masks in their car alone, they're, like, that's the equivalent of wearing a condom alone in bed. <laughs> And it kind of is. It's Wait, so- that's not that's not normal. To wear well, in bed. Alone, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to clean that shit up when I get done. <laughs> we call that a posh wank over here. Right, <laughs> you, you do see a lot of people who have dirty masks. Do you? Yeah, it's like, what, what's the, you got to wash the mask. What's the point if you're not going to keep sterilized or just wash? It's horrible. Can, uh, Sabrina, can you move a little to your left? I think you're going to drop out of frame. Yeah, perfect. Thanks. Um, I think you're going to, the mask is going to be a permanent fixture for a while. I know they were talking about mass uh, large gatherings here. If you're going to be in a large gathering, you have to wear the mask. Uh, if I saw on online where a woman, (laughs) a woman, this is so unbelievable and so American. It makes me sick. This woman and her family were in a dollar tree. Maybe you've seen this. I don't know. And I think it was her daughter didn't have her face mask on. So the security guard told her that she had to take the daughter out of the store she wasn't going to be in the mask. The woman felt disrespected. She came back. I think her partner and someone else were out in the car. Essentially, they came back and they shot and killed the security guard because they were upset that he asked them to uh, follow the government guidelines regarding wearing masks in public places. So the people in America, I, I, this sounds so shitty to say because I'm American and I'm over here. So it's kind of like when you quit smoking, you're like, you shouldn't be smoking. It's how I feel like I sound. And I don't mean to come across that way, but it seems like I was expecting this kind of shit because we, we got hit first, right? And I know they're like, don't leave the house. I literally just got another grocery delivery today. I don't even go to the market still. So we went through it before you guys and because we're so close to Italy and we we saw it happening you know heavily and from a different perspective because your news your media is different than ours is and they're not going to report it the same way and i i remember being being told that you know that we're going to have to lock down and so on and so forth and I said if they ever try to pull this in America people are going to lose their collective minds because there's too many people in America to try and enforce this upon and American culture is the reason why you have these protests with these guns on the capital and wherever else and we were taught from at least in my recollection in school that this is how we became the country that we are. This is why we love this country because we said, fuck you to your tea in England. We drink coffee. You know, it's like, we're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to rebel. 
And if you try to come in here and tread on me, I'm going to put a bullet in your ass. And that's what makes America so America. You know, we were cowboys. We ran around in the old West fucking shooting at people. They used to shoot at the, the marshal, you know, the, he was because he was with the government. Then they were like, fuck the government. And they used to shoot at the at the at the sheriff. So now and that's not that long ago. I mean, that's really not that long ago. And as a result of that, those people, their great grandkids are the our parents, you know, and those are the people that were taught that this is how you need to behave. If anyone tries to come and take your land, you know, or whatever the case may have been. This is the response. And not only were we taught that by our people, we were shown that in film and we were shown that in TV and we were shown that in cartoons. And that's just who we are. And now and I'm watching it and I'm watching it. And I go, this is going to be a fucking shit show because I know how America runs and I know how the culture is. And I'm almost I was almost excited. It's almost like what is it called? Like Schadenfreude. It's like when you go to the race and you're just waiting for the crash to happen. You know, you're watching the fucking cars go around the track and you're just waiting for the train wreck. And I, I hope it doesn't get worse than it's gotten. I I I, I feel like you guys have a, a a government in place, and I never like to think like this because I know they don't really, really, really have the power to do much. I think that this goes way higher than that. I know Sabrina starts to glass over when I start talking conspiracy, but (laughs) (laughs) I I know, right, and then like you, you perk up, but I think that this global opportunity to collapse the financial markets are going to be taken advantage of by the elite and or the at least the banking systems i mean you know they're they're the ones that run shit and now we're going to be operating at an extraordinary deficit and you might see like a you know like a bitcoin thing that's just going to take off i think currency is going to take a hit i took a hit on my life i hope that goes up ready to well, here's what's going to happen. When the casinos reopen, it's going to become a cryptocurrency or your credit card. And the credit card is going to move into something else. They're making it mandatory that you do not use money. So there's your gateway. There's your opening. The door is now open. That door was cracked. Wow. I was watching a program years ago. And I always talk this shit and people are like, you're crazy. So I was like, all right, I just shut up. And they were, they were saying how they were going to Mexico and they were not accepting dollars. They didn't want the American dollar. They didn't want your money. And a lot of places are like that. Then we did a pod a few years later, maybe even just a few months back, with regards to places not taking cash. They weren't taking it. And the guy that I was doing the pod with, he's very old school and he's like, this is fucking bullshit. And I just want to pay a dollar for my coffee. And why can't I pay? You know, and I get that. But. Like something like 70 plus percent of people don't have any cash on them, none. So they're that that way is dead. We go to the to the trains in London and I can put my watch on the thing and it lets me through the gates. You know, I don't have to to pull anything out or you, you know, or your phone or whatever the case may be. So I think you're absolutely right. I, oops, I think we're moving towards a, um, I think we're moving towards a microchip. 
I definitely see that happening. Sorry to shake your head, but it's, it's something that I think is going to happen because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be too easy to have all your stuff here. And it's going to be necessary, in my opinion, to be able to verify that you've had your vaccine. Otherwise, you cannot come over to my facility. It's an accelerated way to usher in the world order. Oh, God, if I could kiss you. She knows what's up. It's <laughs> happening. I'm sorry, Red Hot, but it's happening. It's going to happen. The thing that I know, what here's here's the thing. Here's the here. And I'm only drawing off history. And that's why they always say, know your history or else you're doomed to repeat it. And I'm not saying that you don't, but I'm just basing my, my assessment off of that. So like I said, we had 9-11, we got attacked. Everyone was freaked out because the normalcy bias was gone. We've never been attacked on American soil. This is why Americans think they're fucking invincible or Teflon because everything always happens over here. So if you're pissed off at us, you're not going to make it all the way to America to have tanks driving down Main Street, you know, you can't do that. Wars are always fought over here. So when the corona hit, or like same like Ebola, like we had an Ebola when I was still in the States, I think. And now I was here. But anyway, it happens over there. You know, it doesn't happen in America. We're not gonna get it. We don't get touched. So now you're touched, right? Now you're you're just you're in here with everybody in this soup. And 9-11 hits and everyone freaks out because no shit like this has ever happened before. Even I was like, shit, where's my gun? Shit, I'm joining the military because I want to go fuck some people up for what they did. And they're like, you're too old. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, just go sit on your porch. You're 30 years old. We don't need you. We got plenty of 18-year-olds over here doing this shit. So we were more than willing to let them usher in the Patriot Act. And now... What happened with the NSA and Verizon? They went and they had all your text messages. They had all your phone calls. And people act like they forgot about that because we gave them the ability to snoop on all our shit in the name of national security because we were afraid that the nasty um, Muslim extremists were coming to blow us up, which was reasonable or, or a semi-rational thought. Now the world is dying. I can go outside and breathe and I can be fucking dead in two weeks. No one wants that. I don't think anyway, I don't want it. So regardless of what the situation is or isn't, you know, whether Bill Gates has something to do with this, which I absolutely think that guy does, they're doing it. They're operating with absolute impunity. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do because we are, the slave race. We can do whatever we want, but they control all the shit. And they're showing us that now. They're like, watch this. Stay in the house or else you'll die. Watch people freak out. And everybody stayed in the fucking house. So now if you want to come out of the house, you have to have your vaccine. Because pharmaceutical companies aren't making pills right now. They're making fucking vaccines that are going to make these people billions of dollars, right? Billions of dollars. You don't have to have that vaccine if you move to South Dakota. It's like a tax haven plus they voted against you don't have to have the vaccine. So I'll go hang out with my cowboy boots on and my cowboy hat and my gun in South Dakota with everybody. <laughs> She's like great with a cowboy hat. Are you kidding? I see that. 
So you go to South Dakota and what 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 needs to happen in my opinion and I'm jumping way ahead here is the United States in my opinion is too big and I've said this before and I, I don't know if I've said it to you too before or not but it's too fucking big and Americans tend to want to do what they want to do and we go to places just like you said that allow us to do what we want to do so if I got a boyfriend and I want to marry this guy I can't live in certain places. I have to go to certain places. If I want to smoke weed or go buy it and do whatever, just because I, whatever, I have to go to California, uh, you know, Colorado, whatever. I have to go to certain places to get that done. So if you break America up, because you guys do whatever you want to do anyway. I mean, it's like California is like, eh, we're not going to enforce the immigration laws. Come on in. You know, <laughs> but it's just like a federal law. You can't come in here without you know, being legal, you can't just sneak in. You have to have documentation that says that it's okay for you to be here, but California doesn't give a shit. So if you break the country up, fine, you guys can have your rules over there. You can have your rules over there. But as far as not having the vaccine just with the mess, I love the notion of you just being able to move, but you're not going to be able to get a driver's license without the vaccine. That's going to be the rule. You're not going to be able to renew your passport. You're not going to be able to come into my gym. Sorry, ma'am, can you scan your chip to, before you come into the restaurant? Because we don't want you to give coronavirus to our patrons and our staff. Well, I have some friends who believe that they can, like, transcend the vaccine. Because I had a huge conversation. I'm still, like... <laughs> I just laugh at her face. <laughs> shit you say. <laughs> anyway, your friend. Sorry, I'm listening. But my friends feel like they can transcend the vaccine. Like, they will take the vaccine because they feel like you do. Like, hey, I can't travel. I can't do this without having it. But they also feel that they can, with their spirit, they're very spiritual people. So they believe that through their, like, spirit, like, their, their, like that mind-body-spirit connection, that they can actually overcome the vaccine and all the weird stuff that comes along with taking the vaccine i'm not quite there i don't want to take the vaccine i don't think and i'm also not going to be the one that just blindly takes the vaccine especially the first trial can you imagine they're like doing this thing so like hurriedly i'm not taking a vaccine that they made in like five months hell no like count me out bro i'll wait till like the third or fourth generation really? if i finally have to take it like i'm not doing it right away well, also the delivery system of the vaccine is going to be an issue because for, okay, whether we believe this or not, you and I specifically, we're part of the richer people. And, you know, and, and you, primarily United States is the, are the richer, the richer countries. There's a lot of countries that have the aerosol delivery, which is the mercury alone in the vaccine can kill you. Um, so then you're going to have a divide with, the delivery system. I mean, no matter what we talk about, it's the death of everything. Like it's just, it's going to be a disaster. I'm not going to take the first vaccine, um, but we're going to have to have the vaccines. Like, uh, yeah, all our first responders, the people that are saving our lives, they're the ones taking that first dose. That's the part that sucks. <laughs> uh, like that pisses me off too. Uh, well, but they blindly believe, you know, 
again, I respect all the people that have to take the vaccine and the first responders, but I they don't want to lose their job. Yeah. Well, yeah, they have to take it in order to continue to work. I just and you're going to have to take it too. I know you're. I'm not trying to tell you what what to do, but I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. You're not going to be able to show a house without having this vaccine. Is she? Is she? Is she had her 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 certification? She's not. Oh, I don't want her to show me a house because she could make me sick. That's it. I'm living on a commune in the middle of nowhere where I can grow my own vegetables and have my own well and do my own thing, and I don't need a stupid vaccine. Nope. Is she- this shit should be happening anyway, because that's the direction that I think most of us should be going. Um, I'm trying to find a text message that I sent to someone literally yesterday saying the exact same fucking thing. I was like, I need to get out of here. I need to be on a farm somewhere growing my own food and telling everyone to do one. But Yeah, way to do it. Have my own village, my own food. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then here's. I'm gonna look, do I, it. I do, I'm gonna get the vaccine. Keep my anger. I am not going. I'll write you a postcard. I love you, but I'm gonna go live on my commune with my like-minded people. I'm gonna eat fresh food and be out in the wilderness with all my hippie friends, doing shrooms, hanging out. I'm, you can stay here. Maybe I'll, you had me at shrooms. I'm I was going to say, I was like, if she isn't coming then, what the fuck's wrong with your friend? What kind of company are you keeping, Jess? Jeez. I am an equal opportunist when it comes to friends. Uh, they're all shaped sizes. We all have different thoughts, but I'll see you later, girl. Like, I'm gone. I'm not staying put here. That's the way it's going to be. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. I saw um, a Joe Rogan podcast. He had Elon Musk on. They were talking about this, that, and the other. And Elon is an an amazingly brilliant guy. It's really kind of cool the way this guy's brain works. And he was talking about um, these Neuralink. Basically, what he wants to do is he wants to connect himself to his phone. And he's going to he's it's fucked up if you haven't seen it you should watch the podcast he's essentially talking about as humans we probably won't be using our vocal cords to communicate with one another probably in about he says five years but he's saying that's probably a bit soon maybe like seven eight years so let's just stretch it out to ten. Ten years from now i'm not gonna have to talk to you to communicate anymore it's done so if, if I said that to you, you would take it with a grain of salt. This guy's a billionaire and making spaceships and taking people to fucking Mars, and he makes a car that goes zero to 60 in 1.5 seconds. I think he kind of has an idea of what he's talking about. So these Neuralink implants that he's developing are basically going to be my understanding of it, and of course I'm probably far, not too far off, hopefully, but... Thinner than like a hair, like these neuro, these neuralinks, they're they're thinner than a, a strand of hair, right? And just like do it in just a very small part of your brain, like they can take a chunk out and like implant this in your head, and yeah, it's really creepy. Well, welcome to the future. So you, well, not your future, um, Sabrina and mine's future, because we haven't been officially invited to your hippie commune. Where you guys are walking around naked, 
shagging all the time and eating mushrooms. So, which sounds like a, an amazing life. So, I mean, I used to farm. I raised pigs, so I can be of some help. Hang out anytime you want. <laughs> but the thing of it is, I mean, he's talking about reversing aging. Like, he's like, this is the next thing that's gonna, you're going to be seeing is you're going to be able to reverse the aging process, like, for real. Who doesn't want that? I want that. Okay. Sales pitch. That's a great sales pitch. I want it. Right. So I would love to be like 40 for the rest of my life. Like if I could go back seven years to when, when I didn't have to wear glasses and I could go to the gym and still get really big and, and you know, all this great stuff, take me back probably about 35. I think I was killing it at about 35, anywhere between there and 40. Perfect. So if I get this chip implanted now and I can communicate with my phone without touching it or whatever, then you can start to get upgrades to your chip. So I can then, I'm going to France. I need to learn how to speak French. I get a chip update. So they, they update my chip. Now I'm fluent in French. How cool would that be? Do you not see that, that do you not think that would be something that you would want to have? We're not, we're not, I mean, no, I, we're not human beings anymore. We're not going to be. That's the, that's his argument is that this is when my, my brain just literally just fell out of my fucking ear when he started talking about this. He says he feels that we are just a, 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 a link or a step in the evolutionary process getting to AI. We, we feel that we are the final product, right? So let's just say we evolved from apes. Let's just say that that happened, even though I don't agree with that. Let's say that that's where we are now. And we feel like, hey, this is it. We've made it. We're not evolving anymore. And I'm sitting here and I'm surrounded by all this cool technology. This is it. It's going to get a little streamlined. It's going to get a little better. I don't know what it is, but lately I've been sitting around all this tech shit and it seems very clumsy and clunky to me. Like, it seems like this shit should be working better and the iPhones should be working better. And if you pay a thousand dollars for a phone, it shouldn't do this or do that wrong. But we're just a step getting to, we were here to create the artificial intelligence, which is the final step, or at least the next step in the evolutionary process. So, um, we're supposed to be that android. Well, Jess had some interesting thoughts. I mean, I mean some very accurate thoughts about spirituality, mind, body, soul. Yeah, like how does that stay connected? Like if you're if you're like connected to some machine or AI, like where's like the mind, body, spirit connection? That's what I'd like to be able to ask Elon Musk. Because recently I'm exploring getting out of my head and really feeling into my intuition, my gut, as well as feeling into my heart, right? Because your body tells you more than what your mind is going to tell you. Your mind lies to you constantly, right? That's our worst enemy. Our head voice is our worst enemy. And it works sometimes, right? Like what was explained to me is like judgment and discernment. Like that's when we use our head, right? But when it comes into like feeling through things and really like having what's best for us, we use our bodies and we use our guts. 
So how does that, like, does that just go away when AI comes into play? Because, like, what happens to consciousness? What happens to being one? What happens to, like, when we get a chance to heal ourselves, we get a chance to heal the world? Because that's what happens. When you, like, transcend all that bullshit that we go through, we get an opportunity to heal ourselves. And when we can heal ourselves, we get to heal the world. How does that piece fit into AI and being connected to AI? Do we lose all that? I don't know if we lose it or how it necessarily would work, but I don't think that I, I don't have an answer for that. I'm not going to just blag it. I don't know. Like, how do those two coincide? How's how's that a symbiotic relationship? I don't know. How does that work? I'd want to ask Elon Musk that. Like, where does spirituality come into play? Because spirituality is a big deal. It is a part of people's lives. There's a lot of people that aren't awake and that just live their life and are very limited. But there's a lot of people that are working really hard and doing the hard work to transcend a lot of that those blocks that we've put up throughout throughout our lives. I'm one of them. I'm constantly working on that. I'm doing a lot of hard work. And I don't know that it necessarily threatens me to think that AI and like be having that relationship, but I just want to know like how that would fit in. Because I can't think that Elon Musk hasn't thought about that. It, it's going to just, it, there's no need for religion at this point. Um, and also it's a way to power down people if you think about it it's I mean you're going to eliminate crime you're going to eliminate the hardships you're going to everybody's going to be brilliant or maybe some people will have certain capabilities depending on like your upgrade um, I don't know it's that's dangerous a friend of mine who's a genius and literally a, a literal genius he's, he said Elon Musk is so dangerous and I don't think he realizes how dangerous he is I think he does. He talks about it, actually. How he dangerous really, he is? Yeah, he actually, he yeah. talks about it on Joe Rogan. He realizes how dangerous AI is. And I don't know, I think that's his MO, to sit there and talk about it and say, oh, it's so dangerous. I'm aware of it. But yeah, I'm still going to do it, right? Yeah, he's, it's kind of like, what is it, cyber, cyber, what was the Terminator? Cyberdyne, cyber, whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> um yeah, I think it's it's very similar. I think he's fully aware of what it's capable of, and he definitely says that he feels that it's going to be a, an issue for us. But it's it's going to be more of an issue for us once, like you said, where does the consciousness go? These robots or androids or whatever, these these artificial intelligent beings will start to develop. Once they start to build and be able to communicate amongst themselves is when we have to worry because, in my opinion, um, we it'll understand that the biggest problem to the planet is us. You know, we're the things that are polluting the airs or killing, you know, the, the, the atmosphere, the environment. And we're the they're not efficient ones on the planet. I was watching something yesterday. It was in Indonesia. We were doing a podcast and someone brought it up, so I looked it up. They have these robotic dogs that are running around these parks in Indonesia monitoring people to make sure that they're social distancing. So this is happening already now where these robots are, are moving around 
making sure that you're abiding by the law. And this is 2020. And this is just some innocuous little thing that's over there. So once that develops and advances, that's when I think we might have some big issues to be concerned with. This, we're, we're in an accelerated period of time. All of this stuff is going to happen much sooner. Um, like there was a video of an Asian woman being chased down by a drone in China because she was out when she wasn't supposed to be out. They're, they're talked about drones. You know, to me, the dog is just another version of a drone yeah. um, to monitor. Um, and look, there's no playbook here. They said we're taking it day by day, hour by hour. A year from now, how how different is this going to look? We couldn't even. We can't imagine how this is going to look. It's we're not going back to the way it was ever. And it's. I think it's designed to be that way. And yes, I agree. Conspiracy theory. I'm on, on this because it, it. That's it. Everything points to this is designed to become something different. Yeah, it has to be, doesn't it? Because we were uh, we were we were uh, spitballing some 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 theories around the other day, and I said like. Four years ago, that the reason that they put, I don't want to upset you guys if you're Republicans or whatever, but I, my opinion was that they put Trump into the office. And in my opinion, it's always been that people are put in the office. They're definitely selected and not elected, but they put him in the office so that he could do all kinds of fuck shit because Trump doesn't care. You know, he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit because Trump's rich. He's a billionaire. So what happens? You I get in, I get my four years, eight, probably. Who's going to be Joe Biden? Come on. Gets his eight years, and he goes back to business as usual with all these connections that he's made while he's in the White House. And they had to put the black guy in first so that they can get that out of the way before we put this lunatic in the office. And everything that he does, we're going to blame him. And he's going to be looking around his billions for a fuck to give. And he's going to be like, I couldn't find it because he doesn't want to find it because he's not going to because he doesn't care. So just like you said, all this change is likely to be implemented off off the heels of this under his watch and obviously other government officials as well. But America has. We've got most of the money in the power, like we got a lot of, of our fair share of it there. You've got a lot of billionaires there and a lot of, you know, like the Warren Buffetts and Jeff Bezos is on track to be the world's first trillionaire. You know, (laughs) it's ridiculous. And what bothers me about that is that these guys aren't doing dope stuff. What would the world be like if you had all these billionaires, like really mega billionaires, and they were doing like dope shit with it other than making fucking Facebook and, you know, War or whatever else Warren Buffett is doing with his money. It's like we could have such a cool place if they weren't so busy just trying to take the money. And you can like Elon or you can hate Elon, but what he's doing is making the world extraordinarily different. And there's a whole bunch of people that could probably be doing a lot of the same stuff, in my opinion. Well, I'm, we, we're, we are so greedy. And- What's going on with uh, the government stimulus? Like people, I don't, I'm, what I'm saying is I don't blame these billionaires and trillionaires or 
Jeff Bezos, these billionaires, because we are people, all human, we're in, people are inherently greedy. Not everyone, but the majority of people are. Um, trying to scam the money from the government. Uh, they just, the, the loans that are going out to small businesses, those funds are being misappropriated. I hear everybody who has it, works for a company, a boss, they won't give them certain money or they're using the money to do something else, not pay the employees. So it's, it's human nature. Um, and we don't, I, I, I don't, I don't blame them because it's just our nature is where it really the thought. I, I agree. I think culturally it exists more where you are than where I am. And I think yeah. that was probably one of the allures to living over here is when I started dating women, like I, my first European girlfriend was from Germany and her mindset about money and just things were so completely different than American women. And, it, and I was attracted to that. And they're very much in the family here. It's like, if you even thought about letting your kids live with you until they're almost 30 back home, it was like, there's something wrong with both of you, you know, here, they will make you stay home until you've got enough money saved up so that you can go buy a house. Do not leave this house until you can go buy your own. Fuck renting. You know, don't do that. And that makes so much sense. It's so smart. Get on the property ladder as soon as you can. That's something that's not instilled in us. It's like you're 18. Get out. Go to university or join the military or get a job. Those are your options, or you stay home and you you know you pay rent or whatever, but you're not going to just be at home. And so, it's different. People that like the kids that stay home until they're 30 and 35, like they don't operate very well in society. <laughs> Anyways, they're kind of weird. <laughs> right. You know. So it's just different. And like here, uh, almost everybody, at least in this country, I don't know how the other countries over here function, but they leave and just go on, on, on uh, what the hell do they call it? Because they all call it the same thing. Essentially, they just travel. They travel and they leave for like months. Like they're just. Yeah, a lot. Of, but even sometimes when they're older, it's like it'll they'll just be older. I used to work a guy used to when I used to work at Apple, I had this guy that would um, that Apple would hire and bring in to work with me over the Christmas holidays. Cause it would be really busy. I was the only one in the store at my own store and he's in his late twenties. He's probably thirties now, actually, but he just left. He's, he's traveled around Eastern Asia. And then he went over to South America. He was gone for like eight months. They just leave and they do stuff like that, that we don't do. Like they're not as focused on climbing a ladder, a corporate ladder and attaining you know, riches like we are in the States. That's, that's how we're trained to be chasing something that somebody else says that this is success. You need to go out and you need to get this because if you don't have the house, you're not going to get the girl. And if you don't get the girl, you're not going to have the kids and you don't live in this area and you're not going to have this kind of car. They don't give a shit about that stuff over here, which is just, it's just different. It's just different culturally. But I think, um, like you said, I think we're we're in for a big change, and we'll see what happens. But, I mean, I, I I've asked three people this, and and all of them gave me the same answer. We were talking about 
when this virus kicked in and we were doing a podcast in early March, right? This was the last pod we did in the studio before I couldn't have anybody here anymore. And, and I was saying that I was pissed off because this was the year that we were supposed to see the aliens. Like they were going to give us the fucking aliens this year. And you guys ruined it by hoarding toilet paper. They found out you guys can't function. You know, when there's an emergency, everyone freaked out and started buying uh, toilet paper and fucking, what was it, pasta. And you're not ready. So I asked someone yesterday, day before, what did you think about that UFO footage that the Pentagon put out? What are you talking about? Yeah. My face lit up when you said that. Nobody cared about it. Nobody. 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 It was so anticlimactic for anybody that's, like, into that. Like, every, like. We were kind of excited about it. I was, but half the people don't even know. The biggest shit I've seen in 47 years on this earth. The government is like, we're going to declassify some shit. They're fucking UFOs. We're like, and we're like, okay, so I need some face masks and some toilet paper. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck? You know? How are you? What? <laughs> Fuck the toilet paper. They're coming. <laughs> what the hell? On my Facebook, I go, they're, they're, we're at home fattening up for the harvest, eating all oh, kinds yeah. of food, and nobody gave a crap. Not one comment. Not, I think I got one. I got one. I didn't even I had like two or three of the videos up. Nobody cared. Who give a shit? And it said the Pentagon declassified it. Nobody cares. Yeah. I guess. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I of course, I. I it's ludicrous to think that we there's not life out other than Do us. Do you believe Vaughn? Uh, no. 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 I believe I worked with this lady for a while. The lady the guy I worked with in real estate, dude, her husband got abducted when he was really young, up in like northern Nevada or something. His parents and him, they just don't remember a whole year of his life. Like, just gone. And to this you, day, he's super affected. Do you know, can you contact that guy? Like, could you get him on a podcast? He wouldn't, no, he's very, very shy and like he won't go on, but he has a fascination. He's a metal, a metal fabricator. And he is just, he makes spaceships, like he, like the one that, like he was abducted by, but his story, I wish I could remember the whole story. I should ask her or him to tell it to me again. Audio, uh, you couldn't get him on audio only, even if he's not on camera. Get him on the phone. Oh, I'd have to ask. I'd have to ask her, but he, his story is legit, like. Literally, he doesn't remember celebrating a birthday. His parents do not remember that year. It's like it just never existed for him. Gone. And he, and he blacked him with that little pew thing, and I don't know. And he, and he, he was. He feels like he was implanted by something in his like. I think in his like in his butt or something. Like he feels like there's there's something there. Like he he full on like believes that, and his wife believes him too. His wife's like, yeah. My husband's weird enough. I believe that shit. Like, why is it always they always want up our nose and up our butts? Down, up our nose and up our butts. I don't know. <laughs> Easiest way to access certain, um, certain, certain areas that I guess they need access to. I don't God, know. 
both of us being partially raised in Nevada, Nevada is just a, it's a hub for this kind of stuff. And the like, wild west. Yeah. And you see some, with the military, with the testing sites, it, it's kind of just a part of life here. I don't, you don't really think of it as being so far fetched. You see, it's just ingrained in us. Yeah, if you go up north towards Rachel, Nevada, super normal. Like people, that's kind of like the hub for it. Like there's bars and there's all kinds of things. Everything's alien based because that's where they say alien beef jerky, yes. the best. Nice. Yes, please. Next time you're up there, get me some. I'll pay postage. Um, <laughs> you asked me, <laughs> you asked me if I believe, and I said no, and I'll tell you why I don't. Um, I don't need to have a certain set of circumstances be present in order for me to form a certain hypothesis on something. Um, once I have enough evidence and information presented to me about something, um, I don't have to believe it for the sake of believing I know. Okay. So that's why I say I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe it. I know, I know because I've seen it. So, okay, so yeah, I just want to clarify that. Um, I was on a plane coming home from, I don't know, Spain, I think, or I was coming home from Prague, actually, with my ex. And when I'm on a plane, I tend to want to take pictures from of outside, because I like to take pictures of planes that are flying by, because you can catch these really cool vapor trails that come out of the planes. And um, I was staring out the window, staring out the window, because I don't like to talk when I'm on the plane. And the woman in the row in front of me is doing the same thing. Her husband's there. She's staring out the window. So I look out the window. And I mean, for like an hour, I'm not, I'm just glued to the window because there's nothing to see inside here. I don't want to miss anything. And this fucking red orb appears outside the window of the airplane. And I'm just sitting there looking at it. It looked like a chrome marble. And it was huge. It looked like it was about the size of like a big watermelon. But it wasn't like right outside the window. It was, you know, a, a little ways off the wing, maybe 50 yards or so. So I'm watching it and, I, and I'm watching it and I see it. And I know it's not, you know, a light or a bird or we're 30,000 feet in the air, you know. And then it was just gone. So that was it. And I didn't say anything about it just because it was the one time I didn't have my fucking camera out where I would have been snapping shots of it nonstop, right? No camera killing myself, but I'm not going to look away to try and jump up into the overhead and get myself. So that's just it. So the plane lands in London and we're deboarding or about to. And the lady in front of me stands up, you know, and I asked her, I'm like, I noticed you're looking outside the window. Did you see anything weird outside the window? She says, holy shit, did you see it too? And I was like, yeah, I absolutely saw it. She's like, I didn't want to get my husband because I didn't want to look away and miss it. But I absolutely saw it. I go, what would you see? And she described the exact same shit that I saw. So I don't know what it was. I can't say that it was, there was no like little alien in it waving at me as it zoomed by or nothing like that. But I know it wasn't an airplane, it wasn't a helicopter, it wasn't a bird. It was definitely 
it was definitely an unidentified aerial anomaly, I believe is what we're now calling them. They're not called flying objects anymore. Get with the lingo. So, um, so, wait, so this year was supposed to, your friend was saying in the discussion, the aliens were supposed to, like, you were going to see them physically? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's what I was saying. Me, yes. We were supposed to see them this year, for sure. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm bummed out now. Like, I'm like, really? It's not I'm over like, yet. It's not over yet. I just watched. I guarantee you something fucked up is going to happen where we're, I don't know. We're going to be begging the government to, like, look after us. We're already going to do it with this vaccine shit because they're... Okay, we're fairly, like, close in age, you and I. Uh, and, I mean, like, I feel like we went through the 80s. Kind of like maybe, like, like, I was born 71. Went through a little bit of that. We went through technology. We went through having no cell phones. So all this. We've gone through so many things. And now this. I think, like, we have been... Our our age group, our generation, in a little bit, we've been through so much. I'm like, I think that, yeah, and I think it's just going to keep going. And go. it's, it's crazy. I mean, I, my friend Rebecca, and she's like, we've seen it all. I said, dude, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. This is, this is this is so nothing. It's so primitive right now. What we see, it 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 just is. It's, I mean, if you think of it, think about it this way, think about it this way. So we grew up with, uh, remember when we had calculators on our watches and that was like the coolest shit ever with the fucking tangible buttons. Like that was like, you were the shit. You had that. Right. That was amazing kit back then. That was amazing stuff to have. Now. You know, we've 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 got phones and all this other amazing stuff, iPads, whatever. But that stuff was spawned by us because we grew up with these stupid fucking believable technology spying on me. I'm not even asking this shit anything. We grew up with the stuff that the 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 phone or the whatever the the calculator watch and. We decided we needed something better than that. So we created an iPad. You know, we created these, these phones that have only been around since like 2005, if you really think about it. Because I remember moving to LA in 03 and I had like a trio phone, like a smartphone with like a keyboards and the buttons were ultra small and it was like the coolest shit ever and you could barely type on it. And now we've got all this by comparison, amazing shit. So you have all these kids that are now growing up with this as normality. They don't know anything else but this. When I worked at Apple, this kid walked up to, I used to have this big television screen that I would do these display, uh, these demonstrations on. And this kid, he was probably like five, I don't know, he's like five years old, walks up to the TV and starts going like this. Like, it's not a touchscreen TV, dude. That kid's brain is already functioning like this is how this should operate. Now, that was in 2013. So that's seven years ago. So now that kid is on his way to leaving high school soon, and he's going to be off to university, and he's going to be developing shit. But his brain is wired to understand iPad. 
you know, touchscreen shit, computers, uh, Twitter, you know, all this shit that we never even conceived of. Like when we got the internet, like we were like, ooh, this is cool. I can go into a chat room and talk to people in another state. And, you know, we used to have phone lines or we used to dial 1-900 just to talk to like people on wherever on a phone. They're going to be developing shit that's going to be ridiculous. So to think that this is it, I cannot even fathom what this world is going to look like in 20 years. When I'm 67, holy shit. And even 10 years. I mean, five, I think five or 10 years is going to feel like, it's going to seem like 20. Yeah, we're going to quantum leap in five. Yeah. From in between 20 and 2025, somebody told me something about 2025. Or was it in a dream? I don't know. In the next five years, we're going to see something huge. Like, it's going to be like, mind-blowing but it's going to be the new uh benchmark for things that we see going forward so we'll be amazed by that and then everything will be developed in that vein so it won't be as remember when the first iphone or the first uh uh not the iphone but the ipod came out it's like you're gonna put all my music in this little fucking thing like this whoa holy shit now it's like yeah, and it makes phone calls and make I can make a film on this shit. You know, it's like that's nothing now, which was unheard of ten years ago, just over. So I think we're in for it. Something Mr. special. Elon, Mr. Elon Musk is gonna change so many things. Everything's gonna change. We constantly want the bigger and better. It's like when you were in school, you're like, You're you're going for the BBB, the bigger and better deal. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking something else, sorry. <laughs> oh my god! You just got that. <laughs> I was like Sabrina. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a pervert like you, so you're. My brain doesn't immediately go to that. Gutter brain. <laughs> Gutter brain. <laughs> Took us from spaceships to Pornhub in a matter of a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> I'm, I'm still upset about the spaceman. I am. I, I, you know, the dudes flying the planes is what killed me. They're like, check this out! I got them unlocked. They were so excited. Oh yeah, they. <laughs> I think they've seen that stuff for for years. They just don't talk about it because they don't want to. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still vibing that she's on the I'm still vibing about the <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. We stepped right into that one, man. <laughs> we constantly want, we just want bigger and better all the time. Okay, I'm gonna. Do Are it you again. sure bigger and better? I've got mine, so I'm cool. <laughs> Revision and minors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I got. I see where this is going. Cinder does do you? You know, Cinder. Yeah, I got bored and downloaded Tinder just to check it out. Oh my god, god. what a shit show! That That's is the just the ultimate hookup site, Tinder. Yeah, oh, for sex. I just, you know, with dating sites, it's interesting. I'm not interested in dating. I just want to know I'm still viable. <laughs> like, I just want to know that like somebody still would want me. So I'll go on there and be like, yeah, I'm good. Like, you have to go on Tinder to 
Oh my God! I told you the other day to come to England and I hook you up. I mean, oops, I didn't say that out there. <laughs> like, how does that work? Tinder's <laughs> easy, you know. I could just be like chilling in like you know quickly get somebody to be like, hey, you're hot. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I hey, feel vindicated. Well, since we can't go out in crowds and stuff, you can't feel like the guys checking you out from the back, so you gotta go on Tinder. Yeah. Absolutely. The dating app scene uh, now is huge. Like I have so many women that were like just friends that I know that are like, hey, you're going to be my quarantine boyfriend. So because they can't go and talk to anybody. So it's like they want to flirt and hang out with you uh, online just for shits and giggles. But the dating app scene, I think it's actually better because of the lockdown. Because now you're forced to actually have an interaction with the understanding that there's not going to be any sex tonight, next week, or whatever. You actually have to have some communication skills. And I find that a lot of men struggle with that because they want to get to the chase. Hey, let's meet up for drinks. And then a chick's like, hey, okay. And then you have a couple drinks. And now you're all lubricated up. And then the next thing you know is BBD time. So... That's not happening. It's it's a complete shit show. Like just between, I've had one guy basically almost bully me into like, you know, putting more pictures up and like, basically like, hey, I know you're gonna be a hit on here. You really shouldn't talk to anybody. Here's my number. Let's hook up. Oh, he's locking you down. <laughs> you like no thanks and then i had one guy i feel like i'm completing a freaking census he's like do you own or rent do you have any full body shots recent and i'm like how about you dude like what do you have like, <laughs> i'm seeing if, seeing if i can find you oh wow lisa four, 14 miles away hey what's happening girl so <laughs> i mean i'll hop on my bike for you <laughs> Just the, the idea that junior high school again. I'm on my bike. I'll get, I'll be down there. Bye. <laughs> Let me get on. You can hop on my banana seat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got room for like, bad boy. You're shopping for a partner. Not, it really does. I mean, but it's like you're just looking at pictures. It's like going on eBay or something. You know, there's no. It's just crazy that that's what we deduce our potential partners to is, is an image. And I get that physical attraction is important, and it's the first thing, I guess. But what about pheromones? You have to smell the person. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and your energy has to match their energy. Exactly. You gotta be like, you gotta know where you stand and be complete with yourself. And it's a shit show when you're not. I have been detached from myself and tried to date, and I attract some real horrible human beings. So now that I have created some boundaries for myself and I like got right with myself, ain't nobody good enough for me right now. Every guy I'm like, ew, 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 ew. Like, not interested. All of you guys are gross and nasty and I want nothing to do with any of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, dating apps 
are BS. <laughs> They're for a bunch of detached people that don't know how to like have human interactions or be complete on their own. Just my personal See, now we're starting to, now we're cooking with fire. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, Nevada, I, 14 miles away. <laughs> when we're done with this, he's going to go right on over. <laughs> that shit. I think the dating app serves a purpose. I think that from a personal standpoint, well, we won't talk about me. I think from a guy's standpoint, it's nice to be able to talk to someone and figure them out before, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Before I (laughs) that's a very journalistic tactic. People say some people think I have heard others say you can't put yourself into it. So, I feel that it's better to be able to talk to someone, learn about them, figure them out before wasting their time and potentially your own time face to face. You have to build a rapport, break the ice, see if you're even going to click to a degree and then meet up. But I don't believe in that. I met some guy from Canada, dude, like me and him hella connected. Like I thought, Oh, this is for sure. Like he's a lawyer. He like he checked all those boxes. He had long curly hair. I thought he was just the bomb, right? Like yeah, that exactly. Well, you know what? This dude would wear a beanie that would fit just right. When I met him, he was like five foot nine. He was actually balding up here, and I was like, uh, "What do I do with this guy now that he's here? Because I do not want to touch him." Uh-huh. But I was ready. To- his bones i thought he was like everything and then we met and not only was our look like we just i was not touching that but like our energies were totally off i was like wanting like you know like (laughs) i did not even want to like touch him i was like it was i was totally grossed out i think you have to meet somebody no i I agree i agree i agree but i think the point that i was that i was the broader point that i was getting to is because of what happened to you had you met that guy, he, you know, say he lived down the road or whatever, and you met him, then that would have been all that time you spent getting your hair done, putting your makeup, finding an outfit, going to wherever you were meeting, all for you to immediately get there and be like, fuck, and then leave or want to leave. And then, but that happens like often. So, and I picked, I'm not, to be honest with you, I've actually now, if I if I meet, well, I haven't done it lately, but when I used to meet people, if I knew immediately it wasn't going to go anywhere, the pleasantries went out the window. I would literally just say, I'm, you know what? I'm not interested. I'm going to go. I will save you the money and the time. I'm going to get up and leave now. <laughs> Jess is the kind of chick that would be like, all right, let's figure this out. I'm not really into you. And this date's going to cost probably about 50 bucks we have dessert about <laughs> 65 and we're gonna go to a movie after unless you're cheap so then it's gonna cost you to say at least 150 bucks for the night so why don't you just give me 
75 bucks and we call it a night and then she leaves that's who jess is so i'm just i would never do that i listen spending time with somebody is like a love language right like being able to spend time with somebody whether it's a friend family or a romantic partner if i can't enjoy somebody's time like why do you want to spend like that's wasteful like you you can have all that i'm not interested if you aren't dynamic and somebody fun I can talk to and we can laugh and have a good time, not in but, but I think that's where the dating app becomes advantageous for the guy. Because now I can talk to however many women without leaving my house and then figure out, oh, well, good thing I didn't try and meet up with her or this person is only out for sex or, you know, whatever the case may be. I can figure all that out from home now instead of, taking a shower, shaving my beard, putting on some deodorant, you know, putting on hymns on my balls to make myself all fresh, whatever I'm doing. (laughs) I don't have to do any of that. I can sit here like right now. I don't even have pants on and you don't even know that. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm comfortable. (laughs) The whole internet. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I believe you have pants on. You want um, to pull the headphones out if I back up any further. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd show you. So my point is, is that it's 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 convenient to an extent. I completely agree with you. I had an energy healer on the on my podcast. I do a different podcast um, last week, and we were talking about sharing energy and how it's important when you are in a certain situation with certain people. Sometimes you can just be around that person and, and it's just great to be around them and you don't even have to say anything. You know, it doesn't need to be a load of conversation. I just like being with certain people. Like I have two friends like that and actually one, I lent one money and now we're not friends anymore because she never paid me back. But um, yeah, mistake. So, but I can hang out with this girl, this friend of mine and it's just brilliant. Like we would drive to Ohio and, you know, and it was just so much fun to be around that person. Like we have great energy together. Like our chemistry together is great. And, um, so yeah, that's important. I definitely agree with you in that respect, but I'm just saying that I think it's nice to have that ability to just kind of weed out the suckers without you having to get all gussied up and going out of the house. That's all. I agree. Plus, it's it's easier too for some people are socially awkward. I do um, I do a lot of shit from home because I don't like to work for anybody else if I don't have to. And I help men build their dating profiles. This is why I'm championing this shit so hard because I'm really. I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm rooting for you guys out there. I want you to win. I want you to win. Look at these two ladies in front of me. One's taking the other one's. Hating all you guys because you're shit. So somebody got it right. I just want somebody dynamic. And that to me means I have to be dynamic. And so I'm working on healing myself and being like, I'm just now enjoying my own company. I'm just now realizing like, I don't need to abandon myself just to go hang out with anybody. Like I really want to attract somebody that is worth my time. 
And I don't know what that looks like because I'm still enjoying being by myself. Like last night, some guy was trying to hit me up. He's my repair dude for like fixing my microwaves and shit. And like, yeah, he was like, hey, can I come over? And I was like, no, you may not come over. over. Ow. He just wants to come over and hang out. And I'm like, it's nine o'clock at night. You're harshing my mellow right now. Like I'm enjoying being by myself, hanging out with my dog, watching TV. Did she just do a Paul Shore phrase? You're harsh. Yes. I'm not hating on guys. I just think collectively, both men and women are just like, there's so much trash out there. What? Hold on a second. We need to back the truck up. Just just a few steps, darling. How did the kitchen appliance repair guy get to the point where he could just casually call you up and say, how you doing? I played it small, dude. I am rebuilding my relationship with myself as well no, as... No, no, no. You're fucking avoiding my question. That's not no, what I, I asked you. Let me... I'll tell you what happened. I've so had this happen. He's, he, he's come over to like... Okay, I'll definitely admit my part. He's come over to fix my juicer for me. A fuse went out and I was like on a juicing fast. So he, he was quick to want to come <laughs> over and help me. And I paid the dude to come over and fix it for me. It's not like I just like, oh, can you come and fix it for me? (laughs) (laughs) So he had my number. And all of a sudden, he would be like, Jessica, I think he's like, I think you're really pretty. And like, I'm not into it. So I was like, no, bro, like, it ain't happening. Like, you and me, I was very specific. I told him, I was like, listen, bro, you and me will never date. We're never going to like, there's not going to be anything physical. And he's like, okay, but let's just be friends. And so I'm in my head thinking, okay, I want to reestablish how having friends, being friends with men, except he was using that against me. So last night he's like, I give great massages. And I'm like, do you give all your friends who are women massages? Like, nah, bro, I'm not interested in your clammy ass hands on my body. Like, ew, gross. So you, so, so you guys are friends as well. And, and he just happens to be a handyman. I was trying on friendship with the guy, right? Like how you said, there are certain people where it's like cool as shit and you guys vibe together, you guys laugh and it's fun. With him, honestly, I just got the willies the whole time. I tried hanging out with him. It did not work. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, To my people over here in the UK, the willy means something completely different in the United States. (laughs) (laughs) Not that kind of willy. He just was not somebody I wanted to spend time with. And I should have just been more upfront and said, listen, I'm not interested in spending any time with you other than professionally when I need you to come and help my clients. I had a moving guy do this to me. I had a moving guy do this to me. I was helping my ex-husband move last summer. And the guy, one of the moving guys, after we were uh, done, he said, would you meet me on the other side of the pod? No! Yeah, the pod. Yeah, the moving pod. Wow. He, goes, oh, he watches way too much Pornhub, dude. I go, I go, I see. He goes, you know what? Then he's asking like the third time. I'm like, hold on a second, I'll be right back. I walk in the house, shut it, never came back out. It's, it's you know, it, women are creepy, guys are creepy. Yeah, the thing is, is that some small percentage of women. Uh, would have done that. So that's some guys just feel they have to shoot their shot. Every 
I've learned at a very young age, guys are odds players. If you say it to enough people, one of them's going to say yes. <clears throat> so you just have to be that number that goes no. Plus boundaries. Oh, I have tons of boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have like, boundaries in place. This is taking like a lot of time. Anytime a guy says, do you want a massage? That's when you shut well, up. Well, that, yes. Yeah, I mean, this is, like, I, ever since I, ever since the first time I slept with my husband, I have never gotten a massage after. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he retired that shit quick. <laughs> and the massage was always like. <laughs> <laughs> that was always my go-to in high school. I had a girlfriend. She was my girlfriend, though. She was my girlfriend. So it wasn't like I was just randomly giving out massages. But whenever I wanted to score, I was like, oh, you, I had a hard day at work. I know when I'm approached by any man, 80% of the time, it's just bullshit. Oh, yes. More than it, that. Oh, I was, I was going to say 90. It's probably more like 98. Oh, yeah. 95. I, oh, there's a guy uh, who's on Facebook who says, like, hey, aren't you, like, we were, he was going to go to one of my shows. He's like, oh, aren't you excited to meet me? I'm like, no, why would I be excited? It's such an awkward question. You're just in opening the door for me to put, be mean. Because why would you, why would I be excited to meet you? And I mentioned, I'm like, okay, when I mentioned my husband, he's like, oh, do you have an open relationship? No, you motherfucker, I don't have an open relationship. What is wrong with you? He's got to try the water out, man. You've got to see and see. The, I, the thing of it is, is with guys, and not all of us are, are smart enough or uh, in tune with other people well enough to, to be able to ascertain how to approach them. You can't talk to all women the same way. And, and a lot of guys don't, don't understand that because they are so, um, their exposure is limited to women that they see on the internet. So maybe people they've chatted with on whatever site or whatever to porn. So when I start to approach certain people, I know that I can talk to you a certain kind of way. Whereas I would talk, here's an example. I wouldn't talk to say like a Barack Obama the same way that I would talk to some rap artist, you know? So uh, two black men, one who is an uh, uh, who's an attorney, went to Harvard, was a senator and a president, and another guy who I just smoked a joint with that said, hold on a second, I got to adjust myself and start scratching his balls. I can have a different conversation with that guy than I can with this guy. I would know automatically not to say certain things to Barack and to say whatever I want, well, to, to a, an extent with this other guy, you know, because you say the wrong thing to a guy like that, he might try and kill you, you know. So men don't understand that. I can't approach a Hillary Clinton the same way that I can approach some porn star. The porn chick is going to let you say, oh, yeah, you like my tits or whatever, because that's how they live. Men think, not all, most men think all women are like that. All women are like that, but they're just closeted. So they have to, you know, we, we have this saying, what is it? Lady in the street, freak in the sheets or something, shit like that. All men think that. Not all, but that's just how we. Creates a freak in the sheets. Yeah. 
that's how we think. So it's like, oh, okay, you're playing hard to get, you know, and it's like, no, fuck off is what you're really thinking. But we're thinking, yeah, 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 you want these nuts, you know, and they're like, no, I don't get away from me. But we just think, oh, I saw in this one film, just keep trying. She'll finally acquiesce to my demands. And that's why guys come over to give you a massage. They come over, they want to fix your juicer and then they. They fucking call you. They're like, oh, let's see what Jess with the fucking mess is doing tonight. And all she can do is say no. What if she says yes? Right? My house is on lockdown. That's how guys operate. It's by the numbers. It's, you know, being born in Vegas, you understand that very well. You're a number. It's a number city. And guys operate by numbers. I'm off energy. How tall are you, Jess? I'm five eight. Oh wow, you're you're on the taller side of, of the of the game, so to speak. Okay. Most there's so many short dudes. So many, like uh, so many dudes. I'm like, come and sit on my lap, baby. You burp me. My ex-wife was five eleven. She's taller than I am. Woo-hoo. Quite a bit, and she used to wear heels all the time actually i was like please put on heels so she would be like six three in heels that was great as long as you can own it and like be comfortable and give a shit and guys are weird about it or if they have smaller hands than me i can't do that like big ass hands out fucking massive i had a boss tell me he's like you got some big ass mitts you used to fight or something i'm like i got big hands would you be with a chick that was like, hey, honey, and like with her big ass hands, would you be like, this is weird? <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, honey, so, what do you mean? Okay, so if you were with a woman that was like six foot and had big ass hands, yeah. would you be okay with that? Um, I, I would expect her hands to be a bit larger if she was six feet tall, but it depends big- on big what? What if they were bigger than your hands? <laughs> That'll freak you out a little bit. Don't lie. I think I would probably. I don't. I don't find it attractive. I don't think it would freak me out. It's just like I don't want a woman's hands to be. Because I got some pretty. I used to play piano. My hands are pretty fucking big. So I don't. No, I don't think it's sexy. So I probably wouldn't find it as attractive. I've got a man who has lower hands than me. Can't do it. No, I don't have small hands. So, but um. I got a big tongue too, so it's. wasn't me this time. What did she say? You said I don't have small hands, and she went like this. I wasn't thinking about him. I was no. My First. Husband. I was thinking about my husband's hands, and I went. Art. Really, it's not the hands um, being big that makes uh, that 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 correlates to the size of man's uh, member. It's really if you find a guy that's got big fingers. I know. That's the guy that's got big dick. I see. I know. Yeah. You see my. I have amazing dick star. I walk in the grocery store down the aisle. I calculate your hair texture, your skin tone, (laughs) sparkle in your eye, and I got it down. And it is always about the fingers and the shape of the fingers. You look at this finger and you go, that is what the unit looks like. You need to do a class on this. Term. And I am. Yeah. I got six cents. 
Because my hands are big, but my fingers are, are slender. As are, Look how small my thumbs are small. So don't get too excited over there. Because <laughs> if I had big, fat hands, then I would have cared less if I had to pull the headphones out and I would have stood right up and you would have seen, you know, what the fuck's going on. But Have you seen that meme? <laughs> like, it's like a picture and you think it's like a picture of something yeah. but it's, a, it's this like big black dude with like oh he's dead that's not cool I can't believe that that shit's still circulating <laughs> it's still happening like, there's a comic there's a comic who gave him money during the coronavirus it might have been uh, um, Segura yeah okay so yeah that's he's like this poor guy has been circulated through the coronavirus and who's taking care of him he's got a shirt he's got a t-shirt uh that says wash your hands with the guy's face on it that he sells <laughs> he sells on merchmethod.com or whatever the fuck the website is yeah um yeah that guy's pretty pretty popular what happens was they got a hold of his wife or widow and they didn't know at the time because uh, they were trying to find out about this picture and who this guy was and i think maybe she contacted the show or something and she's like oh yeah he died a couple years ago or whatever but oh i had no idea we feel bad for the guy and his penis has been circulating right that's why he raised the money that's why he raised the money for her because of, because of oh. that he put oh, the okay. shirt. i want one of those shirts but they're sold out like you can't even get a shirt with the guy's face on it they're all sold out so uh, well, oh, you know. So, you Jess, fat fingers, fat thumbs. Okay, that's what you want to look out for. It's not always the case because there's, you know, <laughs> tall, skinny guys that, yeah. you know, packing this shit in their pants. Or Persians. Persians. I don't know nothing about ethnicities or nothing like that. <laughs> How about somebody with an amazing mind? That's what I would like. All right, well, then you got my number. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> we can talk offline you don't mind these little ass thumbs but like i said my tongue is fucking ah that shit's huge that shit goes to work girl <laughs> and that's a that's another theory <laughs> that's another theory that you need to work uh, look out for too if you ever meet a guy that is like obsessed with eating pussy that guy has got no dick at all so that's, if they talk about it a lot, that's usually the case that they don't have they don't have yeah. a good dick game. At least that's what I've been told. Obviously, I don't know from experience, but no, I, I no, that that's true because it's like you, they want to take the focus off of that. Yeah. Or, or a guy that wants to get you to fall in love with him before he has sex with you because he knows his, his dick is trash. I want to fall in love with somebody's mind. What do they call that? A sapiosexual? I want yeah. somebody I want somebody that can like keep up with me when I'm like, you know, I don't want somebody that I can't talk to. I want somebody that I can have conversations with and like that wants to read and that wants to like learn and never stop learning. You know, I don't want just the physical. Well, yeah, I mean that's the goal, but you know, I know I'm start, just start start somewhere. physical. Because that's all everybody talks about when they're single, you know? It's like, it's like, I'm, it's like, I'm done with it. I'm like shut off right now when it comes to that. I want somebody to blow me, my, blow me away with their mind. <laughs> that's, what if they were short and really smart? 
Do they have a lot of money? Uh, yeah. you American. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least she was honest. Yeah, very brutally. Never been into this short thing. I've dated a few short dudes. It just felt very weird, though, you know? Like, afterwards, you're just like, come here, sweetie. Like, let me burp you. Like, it does not feel... I feel like I'm the big spoon. That's no fun. Like, I don't want to be the big spoon. No, I mean, I've dated somebody who's, like, two inches shorter than me, but, you know. How tall are you? Uh, five, five. Okay. She's wow. cute little. Was... I'm a big, huge, giant Jessica over here, like, towering over <laughs> Eight's not a giant. Five. You dated a guy that was five three. I dated. You know me. Uh, at five three. Yeah, about five three. Five. Probably five four. He's an actor on a sitcom in the eighties and Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, he knows. I'm still friends with him. Uh, very good friends with him and his wife, and it's super cool. And he was just really fun. You know, it was fun. Big personality. Big personality. Really fun. You got to when you're only five three. Yeah, you better be packing something. <laughs> He's gotta have you gotta have tons of personality. I mean more than that fucking Most. pig on green acres. You gotta have like a load of personality at five three. Yeah. The- yeah. No, he he actually he actually is and does and all that. You know, I might be saying it's five three, but it's probably more like five four. I don't Oh yeah, because that makes a huge difference. Yeah, <laughs> he's still, still, sh- he's still shorter than his fucking mom. I'm sure. <laughs> like cowboy boots, too. No, like, like there's no thing, there's no part of me that ever wants to say anything negative about him because he's such a good person and he's so much fun. Like my my husband's friends with him. He's like just he's a riot. He's a, a wonderful good person. Dude. Yeah, good, good dude. He's like an inch taller than Prince. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, I date Prince though. Like that dude is a genius. He's fucking dead, you pervert. What kind of (laughs) necrophilia are are you? If it was somebody that amazing, I'd probably give it a shot. Yeah. My husband and I have known each other since the fourth grade, which is so cool. And I like I've been I tend to attract the worst like. Just, I mean, I mean, everybody does. Every girl does. But being a dancer and having so many images of me in like scantily clad, you know, situations, you know, if I forget that people have this image. And I, it's a kid, like everybody's like, hey, one in the and one do this. Yeah. So somebody being short, like an inch shorter than me, is not a big deal. You know, uh, but for you, I could see. I mean, because most guys are like five, six, maybe. I don't know. Most guys? No, like average is like five ten. That oh, seems to be okay. the average for most guys. Like five ten is like the average guy. I, when I, I dated this girl in Germany, and the average German, I think, has to be something like six feet tall. You know, they're really tall people, and. Um, I was in Germany and I was like, I was saying earlier about how they're really in the family and her parents lived, her house was connected to her parents' house. Like they literally built her house so that she could still live next door to her parents and her grandparents lived in her village. So she was just up the road. So her grandmother comes over to the house 
and I meet her grandmother and my German is like horrible at best. And so I don't understand shit she's saying, but she translates and she says, my grandmother says, you're so cute. You're so little. Cause I was, I was shorter than, I think we were about the same height actually. So I think my girlfriend was like five, five, nine, she's my height, you know? So for depending on where you are in the world, height varies and it matters quite a bit because Americans are, I think it, like you said, five ten. I think our average height as an American is probably about five eleven, almost six feet. My husband and I were in Los Angeles a couple months ago. And uh, we went out to a restaurant in the valley, pretty brief, and we were sitting down, and there were two full sets of women on each side. It was like, like almost like a banquet table, like six people on one side, six people on this. There was like 12 bitches to the right, 12 bitches to the left. And they were raping him with their eyes. I was screaming laughing. Poor Mark. Because Mark is like, he didn't know that it was like, if he was imagining this or not. I got out of the restaurant. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, dude, they were freaking having their way with you. And he goes, why? I thought that was, I go, because you're a tall white boy. And that is rare around here. <laughs> oh, it was, it was so much fun for me to watch. Mm. It does, but that's height means something. In Los Angeles, you have a bunch of little, like tiny little dudes for the most part. And chicks. Like everybody's. Itty bitty. The girls, however, I do. I think the girls are a little taller because you do have a lot of models, a lot of women who are married to richer guys. You know, like here, I think people are really small. Really? The average woman here is much shorter than the average woman in Los Angeles. So, yeah. And so they're also like, hey, white boy in Studio City. Paying for the check, he must have money. It was so, it was so much fun for me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the average height for a woman is um, five seven, five foot four in Nevada. Oh, so, oh okay. And the yeah, average I, height for a man is five foot ten, whereas in California, um, it says it's the same, but I think this is because there's so many more people in California than there are going to be in Nevada. And it probably just averages out a bit. But um, it's a little taller than where I'm from in Michigan. Five, ten and three quarters. And, uh, yeah, so the average height they're saying, uh, the average American is anywhere between five, nine and five, ten. For the man, for a male. That sounds about right. So, sorry, uh, Jess, you're going to have to... uh, Wear flats for the rest of your life, or just get into that two percent. I'm gonna wear my heels and not give a shit. Okay, that works. Yeah, when I do wear heels, which is honestly never. <laughs> I can't. I'm too old to wear heels. I'm done. I'm done. I can find my heels. Yeah. Yeah, done. I'm just gonna wear my white running shoes. Wear what? My running shoes. That's all I ever oh. wear. My tummy, like, I don't really, unless I have to show a house or something. I crammed my feet into so many high heels. They were like Barbie. They like deformed your feet. They were, I had Barbie your feet. I had Barbie feet. They, all my feet always looked like this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't even do it right now. I have my Oprah <laughs> shoes. You know, like you put them on, and like you know, you sit down, and they look cute on you. But then if you have to go anywhere, you put on your like flats. 
Carrying carrying an extra pair of shoes in your bags. That's cool. Um, we have to wrap this up. We are going on almost two hours, which is amazing. I like so. these. <laughs> um, we're having a social distancing birthday picnic for me today. Really? Yes. Yeah. Lovely. It's lovely. I, Prosecco. <laughs> I saw this cafe in Germany. I, I do this little two-minute news thing on Instagram. I haven't done it in a couple of days because the news has been boring as shit. But um, they had this... Um, I'll see if I could show it to you without sharing my entire screen, because God, you don't want to see all this shit on my screen. <laughs> I got, I got an e a brilliant email the other day. It said, uh, "You need to pay attention to this email if you don't want your life destroyed." Um, I know password. Did you get one of those? I get them all the time, and I was like, "I don't care." You know, who gives okay. a shit? Okay, you have a video of me. Okay, release it. <laughs> I, know, right? I was like, cool. I've been looking for that shit forever, man. She was hot. Let's see it, you know? Um, so this, I'm assuming that you guys can see this. Hold on, wait. There, it says start sharing. So can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. This, this is a cafe in Germany where if you want to eat here, they make you wear pool noodles on your head. To exercise social distancing. So that's that's what's happening in our world today. Um, I'm gonna wrap this up because this is long as all hell. Uh, we should have did this on Instagram Live, and that way people could have uh, chimed in and stuff. Actually, and now, yeah, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, I think next time that's the way forward. I've never tried it. We're actually going to do a, a trial of it tomorrow on a different podcast because I'm sick of editing that, that podcast in particular. <laughs> so it could just go straight to Instagram. So, um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for your participation. It's always great to see you both. And, and um, keep your ass off Tinder. It's just a dick site, girl. It's a dirty I site. Like I, said, I just needed to know I was still viable. I am. I'm good. Go on Hinge or something or Bumble. I There's a Hinge and like yeah, it, it's the same thing on Hinge, on Bumble. They're all a bunch of creeps for the most part. Like really, I'm not meeting my one on a dating website. They want to stick their really in the hole. Yeah. We all want that. We just I'm have different ways of going me. about showing you. I mean, I'm the app. flame there. It's not, it's not going to happen. The average woman gets offered dick probably eight out of ten guys that they come across in a day. Yeah. And they get it offered through pictures, through unwanted dick So at least six to, six to ten times a day a woman is getting offered sex from a guy. I just feel like, wow, but that sucks. As a woman, I don't want to be accosted by a bunch of, like, dick pics and people asking if they want to have sex with me. That's... Well... It's, it's, it's a woman's fault. And I'll tell you why I feel that way. <laughs> oh, no! But go ahead, because I will fucking... Let's do... Let's go. Let's go. We can't. We have to save it for next time. And I'm taking that! I'm taking my hair down. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just saying. So no, I'll, no. I roll. I roll. I roll.
I won't wait. All right, I'll, I'll shut up. I won't say anything. Wait, your head. I think that we've found a topic that both of us spark up to. Yeah. Um, well, I was just going to say we were breastfed by women as children. Oh. And for you to think that we're not going to now somehow obsess over tits as adult men, you've got to be fucking kidding me. You put them in our mouths from birth. Suck yeah, on these titties. Yeah, we're breastfed. There's not a bunch of women running around obsessed with other women's titties. Because you're not a fucking lesbian either, are you? Thank you. That is a weak-ass excuse. Don't try to deny the fact. If, if my, husband was, my husband was not breastfed, and he still has the same fixation. Boobies. In our brains, yes. We are predisposed to be attracted to your tits because that's where the food source is. It's a primal instinct for us to gravitate to your breast. That's why the nipple's darker, so we can find it as a baby. That's, ex you know, the, there's, 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 <laughs> it's built into the biology of the woman to attract uh, it's that. All, it's our fault. So it's all your fault. So. <laughs> it's all our fault that we can't control how God or nature or whatever made us. Yeah. Well, okay. Just saying. For next, we'll save it for later. Yeah. This, this week. Yeah. That's where we'll pick up the next show. So whenever you guys are ready, I'll have to get some support though, because I know I'm going to get destroyed. Yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> you will get decimated, destroyed. That's fine. Just, I don't mind to be destroyed by two women. That's it. actually it's actually kind of sexy. I'd be like, there's just two hot chicks just destroyed me on the internet. That's how I can tag it and a million people will watch it. Like if you say <laughs> like I've got like the cure for something in the most amazing news, nobody's gonna watch it. I say two hot chicks destroy black guy on Instagram or whatever. Everybody and their fucking mom's gonna watch it. This guy's an idiot. And I'm like, I'm just so we're out of here. I'm going to stop recording now. And thank you too for both joining me and you guys out there listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and peace. Bye. Bye, Von Bro.